to the Podcock PCAST. I'm your host, the only Lucas Wright. Just kidding, it's Tyler Peacock's twitching up. Luke Wright. Luke always right in the building. Not always right. And uh, the guy who was right. Always more right than P. Last week in our picks, uh, Pat, you kicked our ass. Patty Podcast, Patrick Norway. Congrats to you. I got some inside sources. (laughs) I told you guys about them a little bit. All right, you guys ready to jump in and knock this pod out? Uh, Let's okay. do it! Okay, what we're going to do, the Minnesota Wild have a four-game road streak. We're going to break down all four games. Right. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Right. I'm, Kyler I'm... Murray. It's an interesting situation. Uh, so the particulars, he's a top 10 NLB draft pick to the A's, has the Heisman campaign season, wins the Heisman, leads Oklahoma to the playoffs. Now he put his paperwork and name in for the NFL draft. Because they wouldn't give him fifteen million. Right. So I guess, it, I mean, it's fascinating. He was electrifying, well-deserved Heisman winner. I thought all three of those guys. And were, I thought better than Baker Mayfield, to be honest. The numbers were eerily similar. I mean, that more fun to watch. Yeah, he was electrifying. I guess my first question with this: if you put yourself in Kyler Murray's shoes, what would you do? Like, would you play baseball? Or would you go and try to play quarterback in the National Football I League? think I would go I, – I like his choice of going to the NFL. I think baseball is always going to be there. And with the NFL, I think he has a quicker route to money, success, fame, whatever he's looking for. All of them are there with football. Baseball, you know, you can go to the minor leagues and just the wrong bounce of the ball, you know, he can just average like 250 in the minors, not look that great, maybe lose some money. Um, it's, it's a lot harder to do in baseball, and it's more time-consuming opposed to going to the NFL. Worst-case scenario, he's going to be a backup and get his chance. These backups that are first-round picks, they're always, you know, if one thing goes wrong with a starter that's not proven, they all, you know, there's always so much talk in the media and within the fan base to get him in there. I think he's going to get a quicker shot at the NFL, and he'll know early if he's going to be able to continue his career at the NFL. And if it doesn't work out, then he can always go to the MLB. He's young, and he can take his talents elsewhere. And I, I think it's great that he's that good of an athlete. So. Well, and another thing in the NFL is changing. Uh, young quarterbacks is the new thing. You can't touch them, yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's what everyone's like. We want the next guy that we can keep in here for Tom Brady numbers. But, like, teams aren't really going after that veteran quarterback anymore. Oh, we got a veteran who can manage the game. Nobody wants that anymore. They want someone who can change the game. I agree. And I, the the playmaking ability is why the quarterback is they're the highest paid player on the field for a reason. Right. And with with the the game changing, the rules and everything like that, it makes it there used to be such a curve going from college to the NFL that you there was so it was so it was so much harder to be a quarterback earlier than what it was than what it is now. With you not being able to touch these players, the role changes. There's a lot more freedom, a lot more. Well, and the teaching tech, le- less anxiety tactics. as a quarterback back there because you're not going to get touched. A lot of these quarterbacks that you know are coming out of college, it's you know it's a lot simpler now than what it was just five ten years ago to have success. Well, and they can prepare for the games different too with technology now. Like before, you wanted the veteran. Ex- veteran experience but you can have a a rookie that's watched 300 game films and tell you almost the exact same thing can break down the analytics and 
pretty much step in like an experienced quarterback. With all that being said, I'm going to still rule with the veteran quarterbacks. I think we're going to see this week that, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes' one playoff win is against Andrew Luck. Do you like the freaking jump ahead? Let me play devil's advocate. Baseball. Baseball players make more money than any of the major four pro sports in America. They just do. There's no salary cap. You see guys all the time signing <coughs> for a hundred plus million, guaranteed. It's less wear and tear on his body. Right. So that would be the devil's advocate argument. I'm I, I just can't get excited for baseball until the playoffs. Absolutely. So I think from like a branding standpoint for Kyler, I think football is the way to go. Like you said, it's more it's more instant, like the money. Yeah. You know, with the minors, like if he gets 15, that's four or five years. Come on, let's try the NFL. NFL out, well, make some money. He's in a great position yeah, either way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing is, it, I think it'd be much easier because I think we can all agree. Do you think he's going to be a two sport professional athlete? I think he's going to try. I don't. Oh really? I don't, uh, it I depends don't. on how successful he is with the NFL. Uh, if it's if it's mediocre, I think he moves on to baseball at some point. But the thing yeah, is, that, you got to try the NFL now while you're at the peak of your athleticism for the I, next five years. Because at baseball, you don't have to be the the you don't have to be all you know. What I mean, you don't have to be the most athletic. Um, Hell, look at Randy Johnson. Baseball players get him. Oh, okay, okay. I I know, but But, I'm saying you can continue to be a great baseball player at 32, opposed to quarterback the NFL when you run around a lot. Tom Brady. Yeah, but he's not a he's he's not that dying breed. Dying breed. Anyway, I think if he would have to, if he was going to try to do the two sport thing, I think both teams would have to be on the same coast. Or in the same state, even. Oh, simultaneous. Yeah, if that's what you're saying. No, 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 no. But the seasons overlap. Right. I thought you meant... Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about... I meant seven years in the NFL and then four years in the MLB. Yeah, that's... I don't think that would... I don't even... I think he's he's in a Bo Jackson. Well, Bo Jackson did it at the same time, though. So did Dion, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Kyler could just... as, As a skilled athlete as he is, I don't think... He could just go play Major League Baseball in his thirties. Like, we don't even know if he could hit Major League pitching yet. If he right. sees a first MLB style curveball or that's something why, that moves, that's why I think the NFL is a safer bet for him. Well, yeah, I mean it's a different philosophy offensively nowadays. Well, but here's the thing: is now is he actually has seen those MLB style pitches with the AAU and the private competition that we have nowadays? It's they can simulate almost anything. I don't. I'm going to disagree with that. Those yeah. kids, those kids pitching, regardless, if they can bring it 92, 93 in high school or not. They they ain't got the the control and the steady eight inning speed. The well, you you play you play baseball in high I, school. I, you, I did. You probably saw. I saw. I, thought, I saw two saw, 90 mile an hour pitchers, and it was it was. I mean, that, the, that was where are those guys at now? They're not playing. That's what I mean. Exactly. That's my. That's the point I was trying to make. Like it's 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 just different. There's a reason a reason why those guys are in the major leagues. And right. Like it's it's special. And they can play mind games with you pitching. Nobody in high school can do that. I've never seen on TV or even in college. I've never seen a pitcher so badass where they're playing mind games with you, even in the college World Series, where they're completely unhittable. Right. I've but, never well, seen that. Me, but me, I think me, me and Peacock got to see uh, a local kid do that with high school kids. 
You know about J.K.L.? Yeah. I mean, I've never seen him play mind games. I played against J.K.L. against at Alexander, I believe. I mean, yeah, he, my freshman he, year, I he was filthy. Year. Yeah, but he he wasn't. He doesn't. That's still there's he. And he's not playing now. Right. He went to high state, and I don't even think he was their best pitcher. Not not knocking he, the kid at all. Actually, yeah, he was their ace. Um, Maybe at one played, point. Played, yeah, his senior year, and then played for the Diamondbacks. Boom roasted. Anyway. In the minors. No, he went. He got called up for a little bit, but then right back down to the minors. He played a game in the MLB. I don't know that. I can't, I don't think I can't that say did. that's false or true. I don't. Anyway, think did. We so we're all in the camp. I think Kyler. Go to the NFL if you're listening to this. You're not, but like, you know, it's it's more it's instant gratification, and uh, we're football fans, so go to the NFL. All right, let's move on. Coaching changes in the National Football League. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with Adam Gase's eyes. Oh my god! Wow, that was uh, awesome. Freddie Kitchens is the Browns' next head coach. Uh, Matt Lafleur. The Packers coach, he was the uh, Titans quarterback coach or something. Um, oh, Bruce Arians. These are out the top of the head, obviously. Bruce Arians with the Bucks. Out of all the uh, that's crazy I hires, any thoughts, opinions? Uh, uh, the Bruce Arians. I thought he was done when I saw him crying at the end of the Cardinals season. I thought he was, you know, I thought he was done. But you know, sometimes when you have love and passion for something, it's you, you know, you sit and you watch it for a couple of years and you realize, you know, you have some left. I'm assuming that's what what's going on. Now he's down there in Tampa. Maybe he wants to be there. Maybe he's from Florida. I don't really know what brought him there. But uh, I'm glad. I'm glad he's back, and that's a great coach, and it seems like a player's coach. I'd like to see what the Bucks do with a coach that everybody seems to love. So I'm, I'm interested in the Browns just because some of the stuff I've read on the internet, like Freddie Kitchens was not a candidate to get any other job. Now, I think they probably talked to Baker. That's exactly what happened. And what I heard actually reading it was – Baker and the front office is for it, but you know how they have, I forget the guy's name, it's probably bad that I shouldn't probably know this, but uh, the numbers guy, the analytics guy that's helping run the decision making for the Browns, wasn't really a fan, deep Podesta or whatever, yeah, the... wasn't a fan or didn't want to make this hire, and it sounded like it was more of a Dorsey slash Baker move. Oh. I don't really know what to make of it. Just it was a Baker not move. A, Baker's the new LeBron at Cleveland. Exactly. Exactly. I was just saying, I don't know how... Baker is the new LeBron. And Cleveland... He's LeBron. Well, no, you got to look NBA. at how... Baker's not even a top 100 player. I'm saying, know, as far it, as to Cleveland, he's loved like that, he, and they're, he, he, yes, he, he's exactly. the organization, and they're like, trying to make him if, happy. If you go to Cleveland right now, and you ask 100 people, do you love Baker Mayfield? 97 are going to say... Yes, I love Baker Mayfield. And I've never seen anybody name their kids LeBron after LeBron James. I think I've seen on Twitter twice now where somebody named their baby. You haven't met my son and or daughter. Right, well, true. I have not. But uh, I don't – it's just interesting to me that they would – It's going to be LeMaker. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I don't hate that. LeMaker James Field. (laughs) Okay, coaching hires, check. Um, College football transfer portal. That's like new hot in the streets. Uh, Fields, Ohio State, Patty, thoughts? 12 to 1 is what Vegas is opening the Heisman candidate for him this year. Uh, any any quarterback that goes to Ohio State, they're going to have great numbers. They yeah. it, it's, The offense is made for the no, quarterback. No, we don't to, know that. 
to it's a new era. We don't know that. Every sure. quarterback oh, yeah, he's do. had, none of them have had NFL success with the college level, dude. Every everybody from that. Alex Smith to Tim Tebow, Chris Leak. These ain't a high state guys, so uh, I I'm, I'm just about. I'm just Oh, I guess yeah, Urban's not there, but Urban's sometimes that AD. offense. You're a pro, you're a product of the offense. It's the quarterbacks are going to get crazy numbers and this kid's an athlete. He was one of the top-rated players coming out of high school. No, I love he's him. Going, now I hate I have to hate him and I hate that because I love Justin Fields. So thank you. I fucking hate you now Justin Fields. Uh, Hertz goes to Oklahoma. I don't know. I guess this will be a test to see how great. I think he's Lincoln gonna, Riley is. I think he's going to be no good. I, I I agree. I think he's going to be. Well, I think I, you guys. I, I I don't. I'm not saying I disagree with this. I'm with either of you. I think it's just we see we've seen Lincoln Riley's offense the last three years in Oklahoma. The years the coordinator stoops last year, and then the two years as head coach where they're just throwing the ball over the yard. I think he's adaptable. I think they'll turn more into like a running team. The Anderson kid's back. He's a junior. He's good. If he stays healthy. He is good. Uh, they got Hollywood Brown, I think, back. He's a junior receiver. See some jet sweep action there. I still think they put up points. It's the Big 12, and they'll be right. in the mix next year. Right, and I think if he is going to have success throwing the ball, it'll be in the Big 12 where you have to be pretty bad to not put up points in the Big 12. Right, so, so I don't think it's the worst move. I don't think he is – it's just because he started Alabama for two years. He's right. got a name. That's exactly what it is. Because I think from what I've seen – sorry, my butt in here. From what I've seen, I don't think the kid is that great. Um, and I, I think Oklahoma's going to take a step down and be a two- or three-loss team in the regular season. I think this is going to be Texas's Big 12, maybe some other wild card, not Oklahoma's, and I think it's going to be because of the quarterback play. I'd probably agree with that. Uh, uh, then your boy Tate and Tathan. I want to go back to – Go uh, ahead, go ahead. With, with Hurts, Don't one it? thing that we haven't brought up is he's got some pretty big shoes to fill. Right. Last oh, year – The last the, two Heisman winners. Exactly. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what you guys didn't bring up at all is – they, oh. you're, you're expect right now the expectant what you're They're, supposed to do at Oklahoma is if you're a quarterback you're going to win the Heisman because you're going to throw for four, you're going to average 383 yards a game I passing. think they'll run that more honestly I do too he ain't got the it factor that Baker and uh, Kyler Murray have I know but I know but that's they're putting him in that conversation, but I don't think he's going to be near as good. I, I think I think it's unfair. I think it's going to be bad in the beginning of the season, especially because he is going to have the pressure on him. And I don't know. I don't know what their schedule's like. They right. might play three he, tomato cans, and he, he puts up huge numbers. You don't know. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking about when they play a team. I get what you're saying. Right. They're, they're, he's going to get exposed early. I'm just trying – yeah, I'm trying to make the point that I don't think it's that far-fetched of a fit that, like, people are trying to fit him in this – like I said, they're trying to fit him in this Lincoln Riley quarterback box. I think Lincoln Riley, he's a smart dude. He's been around a lot of smart coaches in his young career. He was, for Christ's sakes, I mean, he was up for some NFL jobs. So Absolutely. People think highly of him. I think he'll adapt offensively. And the other big name, obviously, Tathan, Tate Martell, your former boy. Don't know if he'll be eligible right away. None of, I mean, Hurts is. He's a grad transfer. Don't know. Fields, he probably gets it. Can yeah. Martell graduate from Ohio State? I I don't think so. I, don't, yeah, I, I think he's only he's probably be a junior if he's ahead of schedule with yeah. his classes because he's only he a redshirt freshman eligibility wise. Really? Yeah. yeah. So like I said, he might be a junior academically. So he wasn't early enrollee, so he probably is a junior. Yes. So he'll have to apply for the hardship waiver, and Not depends good. on how good your lawyer is. If your lawyer's good, you probably. 
get eligible. Okay, let's go to him transferring. Why do you think he transferred? I think it's because they brought Fields in front row, and and the coaches were setting with him with Urban Meyer and Ryan Day were setting front row at a basketball game while he was uh, from, on Instagram 48 rows up. And I, I just think that's like, okay, like that's kind of like, you know, I've already been here, yada, yada, yada. You're going to bring this kid in. I know you want to spoil him and shit like that right now and show him what's up. Oh, yeah, they probably. I, I feel that he felt. That he got disrespected. Got disrespected. And I, I think that's. I, I think that's why he left, man. I don't think it's. I don't it has nothing to do with. He don't think he can win it. I think it has more to do with he felt disrespected. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like it's just it's. A lot of these <laughs> kids, they just get put on a pedestal. Not to sound like old man River here, but he was a star in high school. Yep. He thought he was going to be the next guy to Ohio State. Yep. He wasn't. And instead of competing with the next guy, who was Justin Fields, you know, in the next class. Just a year younger than him, he sees himself a tailor-made situation where Miami had zero fucking quarterback play last year. That's a that's a layup gig and on paper to go get. Well, New coach down there. And uh, Miami's cool. I yeah, get it. He's well, from Vegas. He, exactly. I think he fits in really well down there because he comes from kind of a party town, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, well, plus put, got, put on a big screen there. Well, we have two and, teammates and, go there, too. Yeah, two wide receivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate the way he looks in a helmet. You don't know if it's his chin or what, but... Well, in that, but I think he really does well there just because I think he's kind of a wild card player. Um, he did so well in high school because he's he was got surrounded. the swagger that the old yeah, exactly, had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It seems like a good fit. It does. Yeah, I think he's not, not dirty, but uh, edgy. Right. I think uh, if he was anywhere other than Ohio State this past year, you would might see him. I could see him having like a Twitter controversy, something stupid. Well, I, I feel like if he was at Ohio State, he would have a controversy. They just sweep it under the rug because you guys are dirty. Oh, that was my Ohio God. State jab of the day. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyway, uh, any other transfers that I might, might have get forgot? some peanut butter for the jelly up in here? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to just touch base on this this transfer thing. I love it. It's at a it's added a whole new dimension to the off season, and it's. I hate it. I love it. It's it's like with Michigan getting Shea Patterson last year. Last okay, it wasn't a great recruiting class for Michigan. It was, but for Michigan, it was. And to bring in Shea overrated. last year just kind of adds. Hey, you're going to find out how overrated he is with this new coach we have coming in. It's actually going to unleash him. He's going to throw the ball more than 20 times, and he's going to be in Heisman contention next year as long as he's throwing 30 plus times, which he will. We got to think the two of um, our defensive coaches haven't watched him for a whole year, and we. Um, it, it brings in a, this transfer thing brings in a whole dimension. So say you know you finished thirteenth in recruiting your LSU, and somehow you get a transfer at the running back position that was a five star from the kid from Alabama that was between Alabama and Michigan. What's his name? Whatever. Whatever his name. He's the running back from Alabama. But like, say you pick that guy up that's already had a couple years experience. Who's Harris? Uh, Najee Harris, yes. So now you're getting a kid that was once the top-rated running back. <laughs> no, I'm not saying this kid's going there. Yeah, I'm just saying it brings in, like, even, it's even better than a, a recruit in a way. So it kind of, it, it it's, uh, I think it adds a whole new dimension. It's almost like a free agency. I absolutely love it. It, it, it's, it adds another, you know, more shit to talk about in the offseason. More agree. drama. I, I don't know if I love it or hate it, Pat. You have a rebuttal. You hate it. Uh, yeah, it's just. It seems, but college football. We're, we're, college we're turning, is dirty anyway. But it yeah, seems dirty. but like, I, I like college being college and pros being pros. Like, I understand that yes, the college players should get paid. Blah blah blah. 
But we that's could do just, a whole show on that in the off yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, it's just I get what you're saying. Yeah. I see both arguments. I don't really have a strong opinion, but hey, it gives us filler for the podcast to talk about when it's snowing outside in January and football season. Mm-hmm. It's about done and we're all depressed because of that. There's three fucking football games left, guys. Right. Oh. That sucks. Right. Oh. Alright, Super Bowl odds updated, then we'll uh, talk about some of the Super Bowl potential matchup storylines. We'll pick the games and we'll get the hell out of here. Maybe have a little freestyle at the end, or a subject, or a recommendation. We'll see. But, uh, Updated Super Bowl odds. You guys have not seen these. Maybe you have. I don't know. Saints still the favorite. 7-4. to four. That's plus 175. And the implied probability. I looked this up. 36% to uh, win the Super Bowl. Chiefs second. They're 5-2. to two. That's plus 225. That's a 28% implied probability. And the Rams and the Patriots both tied for dead last. 7-2 to two odds on both of those teams. Plus 350. That's 22 percent the implied probability i did see the chiefs on espn's football power index nfl thing chiefs 34 percent saints 33 percent rams pats and the teens for a percentage to win the super bowl that's not gambling that's just what their metrics are saying but uh i give you a hundred dollars you have to win this bet on these four teams with those odds he taken who you taking? Who you taking? I'm going to take the Patriots. Just from what I seen last week, everybody thought they were dead. I didn't think they were, but I wanted to see the game. Um, and I think they just. I'm going to touch more. I'm going to touch base on this with the Chiefs versus Pats um, take. But uh, I would definitely take the Patriots. Um, just because I think they're going to be there. I'd be. I, I'm. I think they're going to be there more so than the rest of the teams. I, I think the Rams Saints is a toss up. I'd like to take the Saints. Uh, but I'd put my money on the Patriots. I'm taking the Saints because Vegas is giving them. They're saying they're the favorite. Yeah, I like, I'll just play it safe. I, I like the Saints. I think it's the year of Drew Brees, um, breaking all those damn records, getting surrounded with so many Buckeyes, <laughs> and just—it's like Columbus South. Huh? Uh, we don't hate it. All right. What about what about Super Bowl storylines? Like it's going to be two weeks. After Sunday night, when both these games are done, it's going to be two weeks of build-up. Just quickly, think of a storyline. What two teams and which storyline do you think? It's going to be about Brady and it's carry. going to be... No, no No, way. don't predict the game. What? Don't predict what you think is going to happen. What storyline do you think would be the most... Like, the storyline you wouldn't get tired of hearing about, like, after watching ESPN for two days. Uh, Breeze versus Brady. <laughs> No, uh, not a hypothetical. Breeze, like an actual Breeze Brady, 1.0. The first one in the Super Bowl. These two okay. legendary Hall of Fame quarterbacks, they deserve to be there. They're going to be there. And it's going to talk about how you got all these young guys coming in, but they're still the two ones that are going to be saying, hey, we're the fucking shit. You guys ain't. Yeah, I, 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 could, I can go with two weeks of Breeze Brady. Okay. Um, I'm just going to love hearing this Kermit the Frog fucking memes on the internet and versus the little guy. Breeze. Yeah. Kermit the Frog versus the little man. I think I think mine just because little old man. I'm nerdy. I think it would be Rams Pats and you would hear like 
can Sean McVay take the 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 throne from Belichick? Ooh, yeah. Like kind of a change in with a guard if he if he if they get there and they beat him, you'll hear all about like, you know, we'll get comparisons like, you know, and Belichick's first three years in New England, he got through <coughs> the Super Bowl in his third year, whatever the hell it was. So I think that would be the one I would get least tired of. But I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of tired of the Patriots in a way. I mean, you got a Marvel 8 straight AFC title games. What are we doing? We're doing a fucking podcast. You're getting distracted. Smells like a hamster cage. Anyway, Championship Sunday. Let's preview these games. First one, Fox 305 Eastern Time, the NFC title game. It's the Los Angeles Rams at the New Orleans Saints. Saints, three-point favorite. The total... 56 and a half. Money lines, Rams plus 160, Saints minus 180. General thoughts, feels, and uh, a prediction. Um, love it. I love this. I love everything about it. McVay, Peyton, uh, Peters, Peyton, the uh, defensive. Nice know, little nice yeah. little bowl of gumbo. Right, right. It's, uh, and I think the two best teams in the NFC all gear. I'm glad to see the rematch. I know the Saints got out to an early lead last time, but I don't think they're going to be able to jump out like that, uh, like they did last time. However, I still think they win. I'm very excited for both of these games coming up. I think uh, hopefully hopefully we get a good game. And all these matchups have been great on paper, just like this week, and they, they have just not panned out. I hope these do, considering it's the conference championships. And, well, both, uh, both these games are rematches right. from the regular season, and both games were electric. stellar. Yes. Both of them were electric. Stellar. So, I mean, I'm 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 happy as shit for the Saints Rams, and I it's at New Orleans. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints. Want to take Drew Brees? I love the veteran quarterbacks. They seem to always win. So, gun, gun the head on the spread. I would. What's bet the spread again? Three Saints. I would never bet this game. Uh, I wouldn't bet it either. I wouldn't bet it either. But I'll, I'll take the Saints just because you think if somebody's going to win, you think it's by three or more, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'll take I'll take the Saints minus, minus three. And I don't know about the over-under. For some reason, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So I do. I think I don't, it's defensive game. Yeah, I, really I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to yeah, trick people. I think you got to buy points here or play the push. Like That's the thing. It's, it seems like a very, very much a push – Situation with that three, I don't. Uh, my, here's me. Like, I don't see New Orleans losing in the dome. I just don't. Right. Yeah. I like this. I love the way the Rams defense played last week. I know this game's gonna be chippy. I'm telling you, with Peters and Talib, they're shit talkers. Michael Thomas, he's probably the best receiver in the NFL now. And I, left, yeah. I was down in New Orleans this year. For, it was weak. Week three, it was when the Browns went one one and one. Um, but you could just tell down there, people love the fucking Saints. Like, oh yeah, it's it's like it's like a, people love Ohio State here. That's the way it is down there in the Saints. Uh, it's like every town you go to, they love it. Well, no, it's like in Cincinnati, you get that's the worst organization in football. You're the worst organization in football. I mean, just saying, like, no players don't want to be there. Anyway, well, no, I've been to Pittsburgh, too, and it's I, I didn't get the love. I, I didn't feel the... <laughs> yes, I've been to Pittsburgh. Yeah, you've been there once. You must yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been there. It's on a Wednesday, and some guy's drunk outside waving the flag. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go, 
out. I watched the guy do that in fucking Trimble last week. Exactly, and that's what you're validating my point. Everywhere you go, every town this you go to, they, it is out the rails. But like, everybody, every time you go somewhere, like, oh wow, they love it here. Wow, Anyway, yeah, Saints by three or more. I got the Saints minus three. Pat, what's your official? Saints. You sure? He's been on the Saints all year. Uh, he yeah. has. He has. I picked the Saints to win it overall. Uh, like in week 10 or 11 he did. AFC title game, 640 Eastern Time, CBS, Pats at Chefs, Kansas City. Three-point favorite also in this one. The total's 55. Money line, New England plus 135. And the Chiefs minus 155. Pat, start us. Uh, Kermit the Frog shows Tom Brady's age. Because the fast pace of the game, like, it's going to be bam, bam, bam. And they're going to, you're going to, Gronk's going to, oh, my back. He might go down with an injury, even. It's late in the year. Um, Brady, it might have, like, an UGG commercial to shoot that day. And uh, just because he's so <laughs> relaxed. He's and, not, though. And Kermit the Frog. Oh man, it's it's the Kermit the Frog show to get some revenge for Andy Reid because he's due. I'm gonna totally disagree. Um, the game's just slower for Tom Brady, and and just like this is gonna be this is similar to like the Clemson Alabama game to me. I think I think Kermit the Frog kind of gets exposed a little bit, and he he struggles a little bit compared to what he has all season. Um, when it comes to like Belichick answered a lot of it's, he proved everybody wrong like people started to doubt the Patriots last week and he comes in with a great game plan offensively and defensively and I think he has something up his sleeve that he he's going to know what to do against this team both both offensively and defensively he, he's just the greatest and Tom Brady's the greatest I I I, I see I, I I'm going to probably drive down to Charleston West Virginia and bet a thousand on this game or more um, money line Patriots I I just think they're going. Their game plan. They've been there, done that. They're it. And it's this, tough th- to doubt them. Th- th- really yeah, it's is. tough to doubt them. And I just feel like Belichick's going to have some awesome game plan well, to me, attack. Let me, stop you. let me ask both of you guys this because you're starting to go down the path I wanted to touch on. Belichick always takes away one weapon in a big game. Defensively, he's a mastermind. Who, who's he taking out in this one? Does he take out Tyreek Hill? Does he take out Kelsey? I think he aims at Hill and Kelsey. No, and by doing that. No, no pick the one. Pick who the you, one? Who do you think? I would say um, the big play touchdown threat, which would be Hill. Would be the, do would, you agree with that or no? No, I Kelsey? disagree. I think he's going to go and because Kelsey's their, their safe spot. Yeah, he's their first down getter for sure. Like he, They know that he's going to catch the ball. Because I, I think he had something stupid, like four drops on the season. He's been the best tight end all year for sure. And uh, he's just he's their safety net. Anytime they start to freak out, like and one thing, if you watch Patrick Mahomes this season, he's he's a weird he's a freak. Like he threw a touchdown pass, not no looking, <laughs> not no looking. <laughs> yeah. So he's looking or yeah. I get what you're saying, but I'm going to go after Hill because six points is a lot better than a first down, and taking away six is a lot better than giving up a first down. I think he's going to have – and here's the thing. I think he's going to aim after both of them players um, because – 
if you take away those two, then you're kind of taking away Mahomes too. If you're taking somewhat taking away their passing game, I think the Flowers kid at defensive end, no matter who they have, Belichick comes up with a game plan that always works in these games, and it's he. I think he's gonna. But he don't fuck with Kermit the Frog. Well, he's going to, and I think I think Kermit the Frog is going to get exposed and see some things he hasn't seen, and be tricked off some coverages, and um, I'm gonna take. Belichick, I'm I'm basically taking Belichick here, and then of course Brady. Man, between like, he, he's just he gets rid of the ball. There's nothing. I, I'm taking the same. I, I'm taking New England, and I'm not really worried about it. Well, I don't know if it's. I think this game is going to be completely different than the regular season matchup. I think the Pats run the football in this game. I think they look to establish their own. Kind of what I thought the Colts should have done, but they done. ran the ball ten times, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, they, they got down, but they I. I don't know what the Colts are doing. I don't either. I, I, but I think the Patriots, they look to run the football. Like, it's hard to doubt him. I think he does something defensively. I don't know if he takes Kelsey away or Hill. I think I'd probably take Hill away because he is that dynamo. Yeah. But I, the Pats, I just... like. And another thing you think about in this game, I don't know. Early in the week, they were going to have a, a uh, Arctic blast. Like temperatures high as like 10 degrees but with the wind chill it's going to be negative now the weather's starting to loosen up lighten up a little bit so it's going to be in the 20s it's going to be cold though but when it gets down like that it's just the running game defense it's hard like hitting the ground it's harder the ball's harder right i i just see it turn into just kind of a slow slog type game where the veteran team gets it done. Right, and there's there's nothing the Patriots have not seen. There's absolutely nothing the Patriots haven't seen. They've been there, done that. This is this and is, got the T-shirt. Right, yeah. Like it's, it's slow. It's slow motion for them. Like, like is, five it, of them. This is this is slow motion for them. All they got to do is come out and execute. While while the Chiefs, they got to come out and find a way to win this game because nobody's been able to beat the Patriots, man. It's it's and who's the pressure on this game? Chiefs are the number one seed. The pressure is on the Chiefs. The, like you're the one. Like at at, home, the yes. Patriots are the Patriots. You're coming to you know. This is still David versus and Goliath. My last point, Brady. After all these years, he's still pissed off. He's still got a chip on his shoulder. He does. He, he had. Does. I don't know if you guys saw the Instagram video. Many men. He's fucking running. Yeah. Then Monday morning on the treadmill, got Fifty Cent. Many men playing. Wish death upon me. That motherfucker. You do, like anytime he's doubted, anytime the Pats are an underdog, they never should be. It's just I would be scared if I'm a Chiefs fan. That's all I'm saying. Right. Like last week, like not to bring it up, but you guys said that they were dead. Yada yada yada. So did like, you? You had the Chargers. No, no, I had the Chargers. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I said I'm gonna let the game play, and I don't think they're dead. And I, I said regard. I said that the Chargers. I think I take the Chargers in the points because I think the Patriots are gonna play well. But even if they and even if they do, I think the Chargers are good enough this year to keep the game close. However, the Patriots were just so badass that they weren't. Dude. The break. And that game, the point, like the score of that game, did not show. Like did not end it. Oh, it was, was kind of like the Chargers uh, Ravens, Ravens game. That was an ass kick. That was dude. That was worse. That was uh, I don't know. Either way, like I'm I'm taking the Patriots. Uh, They're uh, fucking amazing. Belichick's amazing. And it's just it's year in year out, and there will never be in our lifetime anything like this again. Can't be. Like it can't be. I don't know. I mean, probably, probably just because the law of averages. But it's hard to it's hard to even fathom. There will be though another one. They're just. I mean, it's fucking, it's it's 18 years. 2001, when they beat the Rams. 
I, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's been it, 18 and, years of. And last year, like you said, it just always in the again. hunt, consistent, at least winning 11 games every year. It's fucking. It's stupid. Like NFL, it's it's built to so be a field goal happen. game. Everybody's around eight and eight. That's what the league model it's supposed to look like. And every year, and you can say whatever you want about their division, but guess what? You win the division every year. You play a first place schedule out of your division every year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're beating up on. Like I hate that argument because I hear no offense. You've never said this, Luke. I hear Pittsburgh fans talk about well. If we played the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins every year, motherfuckers, you played the Bengals and Browns most of your fucking schedule. Hey, hey, hey. Well, that's the truth. It They've is been the two dumpster fires. Yeah, they for... kind of underperformed while, exactly. having so, while having so much talent. Exactly. That's why you have to just. Like, why are this? Why are this? It, it should have been the Steelers and the Patriots this year, but just because of just bullshitting and fucking around and fucking up on just key little execution things in the middle end of the season, they're not in the fucking playoffs and they're not playing the fucking Patriots. Patriots don't do that shit. They execute. And you'll find one game a year. The only time I can think about uh, them folding in the playoffs is when they played the Jets like seven years ago when they had Sanchez. And that was just a, well, I don't know what that was. The Patriots, that was the one time I can say that they didn't show up. Here's my only problem with Pittsburgh. You're such a shitty organization. Right. (laughs) What? You serious? Let me finish. How many Super Bowls is this? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm talking about current day. Okay. But they're top of the AFC North. Listen. Antonio Brown, arguably top wide receiver in the league, correct? Yeah. I'd say Michael Thomas right now. I said arguably. Arguably. Okay, sure. He's in the conversation for sure. Le'Veon Bell, arguably best running back in the league. How the fuck can you not keep these people? It's not because of, it's because of them and their egos, dude. It's not be, it's not like the guy wants paid so much and we don't pay him and we get the same results with a running back with with Connor. We don't like we don't need Le'Veon Bell. I think we need AB, but at the same time, we don't need to pay him this much money when he's going into the second half of his career. We're going to get another year or two of of him being sweet, but let's not waste the money when we don't, when we don't need to, the dude's gonna go somewhere else. And he's gonna, ha- he's not gonna have near as much success. He's spoiled with Pittsburgh and, and AB and everything like that, and he he has such an ego. And I'm hearing stories from two different past players on ESPN about this dude's ego before he was even Antonio Brown, and, and that he wasn't. He said shit that, you know, wasn't liked within the team. Then it's not the organization of Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. They're a great organization. They're top the AFC North just about every year. Spoken Super- like a true Squealers fan. And super, you know, all the Super Bowls they have and everything like that. So it's, you know, it, it's the personalities of AB and Le'Veon Bell, not the organization. Or and look at Art Reed's trying to reach out to him right now, and AB's ignoring it. Like it's not, it's 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 AB's ego and Le'Veon Bell's ego. It's not, it's not the organization. They're they're trying to handle it in a professional manner. Well, they can come to Cincinnati. That's all I guess. Well, yeah, you need all the help you can get. I'd take Kyler Murray if I Cincinnati. All right, and I think that is a point where we could uh, take a break. We'll uh, brainstorm, and we'll come back uh, after the sponsored break, maybe with another segment, maybe with the sign-off segment. All right, you guys, we're back for the final segment. All right, you guys, we're back for the (laughs) final segment of the Podcock Peacast. Final segment of the final part of the Podcock Peacast. Patrick's going to hit us with a hypothetical. Actually, we're going to call... uh, 
one of the co-hosts from Just Two Idiots, the Superior Norway. Bro- just kidding. Ooh, listen to the the championship free, free plug. Just Two Idiots, Robert and Braden. They got a podcast. Go listen to it. And Robert didn't even tell me to do that. I'm just being a nice guy. Patrick, yeah, go ahead. Just call a nice guy. Call him idiots. Um. All right. You were gonna have to pick three current players. Here we go. And three retired players in their prime to play a game of three-on-three basketball. Who would you pick of three current? Versus three retired? Yeah. But the retired players are in their prime still. Okay. Wait, just for like a sheer entertainment value or... Why can't we do five-on-five? Take it anywhere we want. I want three-on-three. Is this a ghost macker? So it's yeah. a, it's, it, we're playing okay. on a Gusmacker fo- format? Yeah, Gusmacker okay. okay, so it's a small court. Then I'm going to take Shaq. I'm also obviously going to take Michael Jordan. Wait, can we... No, time out here. Can we Can we do a draft of this, actually? Obviously, one player gets taken. Then yeah. you can't take draft it? Draft style, yeah. Okay. Draft style. Okay, I'll so go. here's the first pick. On a small court? Okay, Pat, I guess... Ones Luke, and twos? Luke just decides he's first pick. So, Patrick, it's your subject. You get first pick. I get second. Luke gets third. And it's not a snake draft. So, that's what you get for being selfish, Luke. Oh, my God. I'm are just going to hurt my feelings. Doing, uh, no snake. Just uh, Are we doing tyrant players first? Whatever. No. Just... You're bored. Oh, just, open board. Yeah. Just, just say a team name and then a team name for the other team. Huh? Just say a player will uh, know if it's retired or not. Okay. Um, with the first pick, the uh, oh, with, Mud Sharks. Yeah. Oh, with the uh, first pick for the New Marshfield. Uh, <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Moonshiners. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh. New, 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 New Marshfield Rum Runners. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and select Michael Jordan. Alrighty, go ahead, Peacock. Okay, this is a gas macker, correct? Yeah. Okay, the second pick in the Gus Macker fantasy draft. Team United Parcel Service. Shout out my work. We sponsored the team. We're gonna get Dennis Rodman. Okay. Ooh. Perfect Gus Macker player. Luke, your okay, first pick. Well, I was gonna go with Shaquille O'Neal, but now I'm not because I feel like two post players. Dennis Rodman is prime though for the Pistons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The worm. Uh, this is the worm, the baby. The worm. Okay, and I'd like to see the worm battle it off. Okay, there's Michael Jordan. You got okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with LeBron. You can't like if I could get two of them in their prime, you gotta see Michael Jordan and LeBron James on the floor at the same time. So I'll go with LeBron. Um I'm gonna go with Kobe Bryant as the number two pick for the team New Marshfield Rum Runners. All right, uh, the UPS Select, uh, the Brown Trucks is what their nickname is, obviously. Second pick, we're going to go through on our test. It's a Gus Macker. Oh, makes sense. Test versus Dennis Rodman. <laughs> no, they're on the same team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is you tired? No. I'm just, I'm just, I'm putting together a team. I'm putting together a Gus Macker team, dude. All right. I was confused. I thought we were doing six total picks between the three of us. We are. Okay, I'm going to go Kevin Durant. Okay. So, here, third pick. 
For the rum runners. For the rum. For the new Marshfield rum runners. <laughs> and the third round. We're going to go ahead and select Steph Curry. Mm. That puts four on the... Well, he's got us three. This third also, round. It's, we're all doing three of our own. This is yeah. a team. We're building a team. Then I would have picked completely different then. No, we should just pick four for Gus, each Gus Marker team. And then people could pick out which one of our teams would do the best in a Gus Marker. All right. Okay. So I got Rodman. I got our test. I need I need shooting. I need craftiness because it's a small court. You might think, like, athletic ability counts, but guess what? It's a Gus Marker. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really count. You just need to be crafty as hell in a ghost macker. I'm taking the legend, Larry Bird. Ooh. Ooh. And with my, th- was my third pick? Yeah. I'm going to go Anthony Davis. So that's my three. Jesus. You got a freak team. LeBron, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. All of them can do every single thing just about. It's a small court. It's a lot of length. A lot of mobility. And uh, I, I actually, I really love that team. So, all right, your sub, your fourth guy. I'm gonna have a wild card, and I'm gonna have Allen Iverson. Ooh, I okay. like that. It's a Street gust ball. Uh, yeah. Street ball. Yeah, I'm taking Philly. All right, so I got Bird. I got a shooter. I got two. Gonna set dirty screens gonna maybe cut you with their Gus Macker wristband, you know, those things. They'd cut them mm. weird and you could get cut with them. <laughs> so I need a playmaker. I need somebody that can get hot in a second. Long, athletic, can do a lot of things. I'm not an NBA player. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna take the Magic Man. You right. can't have Bird and Magic right. not in this thing. They're gonna be on the same team. Magic Johnson, nice. final pick. Oh, I win. I don't think okay, so. Okay, well, what? I have a fourth pick here. Mm-hmm. And I... Hmm, let me think here. I don't... Man, this is a tough one. Just do it. You Sean, know... Sean Kemp. What? Sean Kemp. I thought you were going Greek Freak just to complete the... Lumpf. Yeah. That's Charles Barkley called the Lumpf. God, but none of us took Barkley. I feel bad about this now. Right. Well, I thought I thought we were going to do... I don't know. I, I picked almost all new players. I would like to just pick my own three-on-three. We um, did. Right. What's your team name, by the way? The Hayden, uh, Haydenville Homos. <laughs> Haydenville Bricklayers. <laughs> Brick shooters. Brick All right. shooters. All right. Well, the the podcast has clearly ran out of steam. Mm-hmm. But that was a nice little nitty end there. And thank you guys for listening once again. Stop. Like, subscribe. Oh, okay. What? Prototype 7 dropped? Prototype 7 dropped. If you guys don't know Remington James, give it a good old YouTube. Give it a good old uh, search on your uh, Spotify. That's $12 for you know, yeah, and that was, you know, that's his advertisement for this. And we'll go ahead and let Peacock finish this off. Pat, you got anything to say? Three football games left. It sucks. Yeah, that's about it. It's full season almost over. We're depressed here. We got to talk about basketball. And uh, Prototype Seven dropped. Also, 
uh, we'll talk some uh, college wrestling next weekend. Hey, Psych. hey, Psych. hey, hey, uh, okay, yeah, hey. Oh, no, actually, I do want to give a personal shout-out. Here we go. Uh, Colt Yanger just had to wrestle the number 13th-ranked kid in the nation for Missouri. I forget his name at Who's the moment. Who's Colt Yanger? Uh, from Nelsonville, wrestling for OU as a true freshman at 165. Pretty competitive weight class in the NCAA. Um, Colt went out and wrestled him pretty tough. You was there? Uh, no, I was not able to attend. Got to hear about the match and watch it on Flow. But uh, shout out Flow. He uh, Flow lost six to five. Get out of And a very very controversial takedown. To you, so, uh, being a Nelsonville guy, it's controversial, but nobody, you know, like, I, it wasn't on ESPN. I, I watched on Flow, too. It was very controversial. Or no, it was From ESPN. another Nelsonville guy, but I, I didn't lied, see I it. Lied. It, was, it was on ESPN Plus. Yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't Flow. It was ESPN Plus. Look, what, anyway, what, rate, review, subscribe, right? Rate, review, subscribe, follow Give us Twitter. a like, give us a follow on everything that you can follow us on. And uh, so give us a comment. Say something. I don't even know how to check that shit, but give us one. Give us a comment. And uh, be on the lookout for uh, Mr. B's. Who? <laughs> oh, come on. You know what I'm talking about. Coming soon, 2019. Anyway, you don't get the. We'll, we'll we ran out of steam, and we'll see you guys next week. Make sure you pay attention to our picks, because I'm going to dominate this week. Bye. <laughs>